everybody, it is Melanie Mitro and Katie Ersta, and we are the hosts of the Make She Happen podcast. And this podcast is for you, friend. We're going to dive into the skills, mindset, and systems you need to build a successful social media presence, and it supports your business goals. All right, and I am Melanie Mitro, one of the co-hosts, and I have left my full-time career in early intervention to be a stay-at-home mom and seriously craving something more. All right, and I'm Katie. I am a stage four cancer survivor. I absolutely love all things storytelling, and I was a teacher who truly just wanted to get the groceries paid for. Never in a million years did I see what would happen with this business. Oh my gosh, and here we are, 10 <laughs> years later, and we have built multi-million dollar businesses from our laptop, from our kitchen tables, basically anywhere that you have Wi-Fi. And the cool part is now we get to teach other people how to do the same. So just two female entrepreneurs who are wives, moms, and we're also besties who want to take you on the journey right alongside us to help you build a business that you love and a life that you desire. All right, so come on in, check out today's episode. Well, hey everybody, it is Katie for part three of our series, Direct Sales Standout. So you're in direct sales, you've listened to part one, you've listened to part two, and now I'm just gonna be really, really candid and talk about five of those must-dos that people are telling you that are actually kind of making me cringe right now when I think about it. But I think I should start by sharing this story. I was, <laughs> I was in my basement the other day and I do my at-home workouts. I love my at-home workouts. And, and so I did this workout. I was like drenched, absolutely drenched in sweat. I'll just, my workout was insanity. Back old school, the first workout I ever did at home. And I was, I was sweating just absolutely profusely. And I looked in the mirror and I was really proud of myself. And I realized that during that entire workout, I had been so focused on taking good care of myself. I was, I was making sure that my abs were in tight. I was making sure that my posture was correct. I was making sure that I felt really confident in the moves and I was pushing myself and I was excelling in these workouts. And when I looked in the mirror, I realized that for the first time in 10 years, I didn't even think about filming the workout didn't even occur to me. And I realized I actually had been a few months since I had filmed myself working out. And the reason I am sharing this is because for 10 years in my direct sales business, a big part of what I did was actually post doing the moves. It was to post and to share pieces of my workout. And as I thought about that, I kind of went, huh, Katie, why'd you do that? Why did you spend so many mornings taking pictures or videos of you working out when it was actually robbing you of a really great workout, number one. And number two, did it actually ever really lead to sales? And the answer was no, it, it really didn't lead to sales. And so maybe right now you're actually finding yourself getting up in arms. You're like, oh my gosh, that's part of my job. I absolutely have to do that. You may, and that might be part of your job. But for me, when I look back at that, I realize that I was doing something in my business that actually wasn't really serving a purpose. It didn't actually make sense. And I started this episode because I realized that so many times I, oh, I cringe thinking about it. I gave really, really well-meaning advice that I think did more harm than good. And the first thing that we're gonna dive right in today is 
when we post just to check it off the box, we're actually not really posting with purpose. I am taking a minute to interrupt myself to tell you about an incredible resource that we now have available to you totally for free. And that is a recipe for creating great content. Now, listen, if you are in the direct sales space or if you own an online business and you are trying to figure out exactly what to post, how to speak to your ideal client, how to create content that just is eye-catching and gets people's attention and more importantly, gets them to read on and to take action. The downloadable recipe for great content is for you and it is totally free. I've put it into the show notes. All you need to do is click that link and you will have immediate access to some of my top strategies that have allowed us here at Chic Influencer to see incredible reach and growth on social media. And more importantly, we've been able to talk to our ideal client and convert them into consumers of what we do and help them see incredible results. So if you want to get your hands on the recipe for great content, all you need to do is check those show notes out and click the link. And so tip number one, one of the biggest takeaways and one of the things that I'm, I'm really helping others unlearn is their relationship with posting content. When you post just to post, you actually are not speaking to anyone. One of the things that I have since integrated and I have learned is to filter my post first through a series of questions. And that first question is, what is my purpose? I ask myself when I am writing content as a direct sales marketer, I ask myself, why? Why am I posting this? And I wish I would have asked myself that months ago and years ago when it came to filming my workouts because I can tell you right now the way that I was sweating downstairs in the basement now, I wasn't really sweating like that years ago when I really started. So when I ask myself what the purpose of a piece of content is, I ask myself, is it to persuade? Am I trying to get something to someone to do something with this post? Am I trying to persuade someone to opt in, to learn more, to purchase? The second is, am I informing? Am I am informing people about the different products and services that I offer? Or am I informing them about something that I care about? If you listen to last week's episode, this might go back to what I was sharing about your USP. Informing them is positioning yourself as an expert in the industry while also showing people that you're approachable, that you are somebody who is there to educate and to help them on their journey. The third is to entertain, and entertaining content really does cultivate that comeback audience. It does bring people back to learn more because you consistently serve them some type of entertaining content. So when you ask yourself about the purpose of an entertaining reel, make sure that it, it makes sense for you to post for your specific audience. There's lots of creative reels out there and lots of ideas, but sometimes if you really think about it, you go, oh, I don't know that this would really serve my audience. I don't know if this is the right reel for me, even if I'm entertained by it myself. And finally, uh, S in the PIES acronym is to share your thoughts and feelings. When I share my thoughts and feelings, I also filter it by this question. Is it, is it helpful? Is it hopeful? And is it healing? And if it isn't one of those three things, it probably isn't worth 
posting, but sharing your thoughts and feelings and having an opinion about certain things, whether it is about the product or the service that you have or your own unique sharing proposition, no matter what it might be about, you're also positioning yourself in a way that is allowing others to create a community with you, to feel like they are seen and heard, that you are so much more than what you sell, but you are a human and you are somebody who personally has been impacted in some way. And so I encourage you to number one, to really say, instead of just posting, what is my purpose for posting? So that's the first thing that I wanted to address today. But let's talk about the second one. The well-meaning advice I often hear is post and let people see the inside workings of your life. I agree that there are some things that you should share about who you are and what you stand for. What I don't necessarily agree with is when you feel that you have to air out all the dirty laundry. When you feel like there are no boundaries and you can just share anything and everything online. Here's a couple things that might be happening. Number one, you might be posting so much that people feel like you never stop. And where you think you're attracting because you're posting and you're sharing and you're sending invites and you're doing all the things, you might be repelling people because they think you just never stop. That they, if they join you, they have to air out the dirty laundry too. That they are the ones that never can put their phone down. So really ask yourself what the boundaries are for your business and what you want that to look like because the, the way that you show up, the action that you're taking on your social media platform, that's speaking louder than what you're actually saying. And so ask yourself, what do I feel comfortable with posting and what do I not? I know, for example, that there are successful people in the direct sales industry who don't feel comfortable sharing their life with their children or about their children. That's okay, you don't have to. There's also other people who, who do not want to show their home. That's okay, you don't have to. The way that you share on social media is completely up to you. And when you're branding effectively, when you're actually sharing your USP, you get so good about how you niche down that the things that you want off limits, they can stay off limits. You can give people perspective and insight into your life and your mindset without telling them everything that you think or every area of your life. You actually don't have to share everything at all and you can still be incredibly successful. I also wanna remind you that the story you tell it isn't about you. You are a guide to somebody who is a step or two or 10 or 20 behind you. You are giving people the tools and the resources that they might need or the questions that they should be asking if they are struggling in their life or they might have objections or they might be thinking about what you do but they're nervous about it. But that doesn't mean you have to show people everything about your life. A couple weeks ago, I was on a, a chic branding experience mentorship call and we were diving into the, the, the woman's story and we were talking about how she absolutely loves talking about her children. She loves fashion. She loves sharing it. 
But she also shared that she went through 10 years of IVF and it was one of the hardest things that she had ever been through. And she said, Katie, I feel like I'm being forced to tell that my mentor told me I need to talk about that. And I said, do you feel comfortable or called to share that part of your life? She said, no, I really don't. It makes me very uncomfortable to talk about. I don't want that to be what I'm known for. And I said, then don't, don't talk about it. If that's not a part of your story that you feel comfortable talking about, then don't talk about it. You just don't have to explain it to anybody else either. And the more confident you feel up in the content you're creating, the more consistently you show up. So if you aren't confident talking about a topic, that should be something that you just leave off the table. You just don't have to share that element of your life as well. Let's talk about number three. I love number three. So number three is uh, just the way we look at how we're perceived. I have heard so often, you cannot care about what people think. You're going to have haters. And while in theory, I get it, we have to care about what people think. Let me explain that. We have to care about what people think because we are serving our audience. We are there to serve people. And if we don't care about how we serve them, how can we know what they actually need? How can we get better at how we market? How we, how we actually share? How can we get better at how we speak? How can we get better at the small details of the things that our audience wants to hear from us if we're like, la la la, I can't care about what you think. We need to care about what people think. And here's the truth. Your audience is always leaving you clues about what they care about. Now you might say to yourself, that Katie, nobody talks to me on social. I never get any comments. Nobody leaves me any, any comments. Nobody engages with my content. They're leaving you a, a, a comment. They're basically leaving you with a clue with why they aren't engaging because it's not relevant to them. If your content isn't relevant to them, you're not gonna build a community online. If you're not building a community online, you're not gonna convert them into consumers of the things that you do or you're not gonna convert them into people who join your organization. So you have to care about the content you're putting out and know that if you care about people and you serve people really, really well, they are going to get excited about the offerings that you have, but that takes time. And so if we brush off the, I just don't care what people think, we're really putting, we're, we're like repelling people from our content. So gut check question for you is when you say, I just don't care what people think, the better question should be, how can I care about people and, val and make valid the way that they think? So how can you care about people and still protect your peace? How can you put out content that serves people really, really well, but still protect your peace? So I encourage you to look at the comments that you're receiving. What do they wanna see from you? Are you asking their opinions? Are you asking them, to give you feedback about your content. If you're not seeing any comments or engagement on your platform, what are some small tweaks that you can make in your messaging? Are you clear that you have a really great call to action? Are you clear that you are creating 
uh, content that serves people, that advises people, that informs people, that gives them hope or gives them help or gives them healing in some way so that they come back time and time again. One of the things you will find in the show notes of this episode is the recipe for creating really great content. We're going to leave that in there for you and, and it allows you to really just go through and see, is this maybe why? people aren't engaging with my content? Are there tweaks or changes that I have to make to my content as well? Okay, I got down a rabbit hole. I got really excited about that, but let's talk about number four. Let's niche down. Let's not talk about niching down to a specific audience. I actually think we need to niche down in the product that we offer as well. In the direct sales space, chances are you have a catalog of things that you actually can, can share with your audience or things that people can purchase from you. What I find a lot of people do is they actually share all of the things, the different offerings that they have without really focusing on one thing being the thing that they absolutely love. They would share it whether they made an income on it or not. It is what they preach to people that they naturally feel very, very called to talk about. And often what happens is if there's a product that comes out, we feel like we have to talk about it. We feel that we have to get excited about it. We feel that we have to hype it up. We feel that we have to share it, but then we don't actually use it ourselves. And then if we're not using it ourselves and we don't actually believe in that specific product that we offer, why are we endorsing it? Why are we sharing it? Now, if you're part of a direct sales company that you have a number of different products and services that you have to offer, preach the one that you love the most. For example, in the health and wellness industry, one of the products that I love, that I would preach about, that I would use even if I wasn't endorsing it or selling it is my pre-morning workout. Literally, love, 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 love it. I share it with people. If people ask me about what I do in the morning, what that thing is that I talk about, I would share it no matter what. Likewise, I remember when our company launched a specific workout that I was like, I'm not interested in. I'm not, not going to endorse it. I sent out an email to the back end. I shared it. I talked about it for a minute in my stories, and then I moved on because I knew that I couldn't really endorse it in a way that I felt authentic about and that I felt really called to share. And I really encourage you to think authentically about the products and the services that you offer. Ask yourself why you love them and even niche down and ask yourself, what do I specifically really, really love in the product catalog that I would offer whether I got paid for or not? And that really becomes your sweet spot. If you sell so many things and you're moving so fast, chances are your audience isn't keeping up with you. But if you funnel down and you go deeper with one of those products and you share it over and over consistently and compound that over time, more people are gonna be curious about it. You'll notice that your sales might go up in that one specific area, even if you don't feel like you're quote unquote nailing it in other areas. So ask yourself, what do you want to see and what do you want to, what do you want to endorse over and over consistently? All right, this is number five and I'm not here to start a riot. I promise, I promise, I promise. But this, this one tip, and I know that it's well-meaning advice when we set goals and benchmarks that the company tells us to achieve. 
And I believe that many times they're aligned to our own goals. But when you begin to be in a position of what are my actual goals, sometimes it doesn't align to what the company tells you to go for. So I really want you to think about number five is this. Are you achieving the benchmarks that the company sets without ever asking yourself why? Why am I working towards this goal? Why am I working towards this rank? Why does this ultimately matter to me? When I first started the business, I remember one of the first goals I I set for myself was to rank advance and it opened the doors to the compensation plan. So residual income and and volume that I would accrue from uh, just from my business. So from the people in my organization, the people in my downline as well. And so as I began to really think about that benchmark, it was perfect. It aligned with what the company told me to do. It aligned to what my goal was, open the doors to the compensation plan. I knew that I wanted to build a team and I continued to go along that way for a long time. But it got to a point in my business where I started to shift the way that I was building. I started to realize I wanted to change the goals that I was setting for as a business owner. And although that was gonna maybe redirect me a little bit from the spotlight, I could create and maximize my income potential in a new way. And so if you have been in the business for a while, make sure that you've reevaluated your goals and they make the most sense for what you really wanna be able to achieve in the business. So if I had to go back and I had to revisit the five things that I would encourage you to do. Well, hey everyone, it is Katie here and I am interrupting this episode of the Make Chic Happen podcast because I wanna address head on one of the most common questions that Melanie and I get, and that is what does your daily routine look like? And we get asked everything from what books are you reading? What supplements are you taking? What workout are you currently doing? And I get it because success does leave clues, right? But here's the thing. Melanie and I have been on a journey when it comes to our health for over 10 years. And we have learned a lot uh, from our bad habits to our good habits, to things that we don't even know below the surface are really happening. And because we both firmly believe that the most important relationship you can ever have is the one you have with your own body. I mean, really your body is your bestie for the resty, right? It's always on your side. It's fighting battles you don't even know exist. And because of that, I think it's time to ask some questions head on. And those uncomfortable questions are, what am I doing to better take care of myself? What am I doing to ensure I am at peak performance, whether it's in the gym or in my business. And how am I showing up for my body every single day and fighting for it? How am I showing my body that I am on its side? And part of the routine that we have every single day is AG1. Now listen, AG1 has been a legit game changer for us. It's an all-in-one daily drink with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients with prebiotics and probiotics that help increase and enhance nutrient absorption. And it's almost like looking at it as if it's nutritional insurance for you don't know what life's going to throw at you. And we don't miss a day ever. 
And because, because we want you to take better care of you. We want you to be at your peak performance. We're able to share with you a special offer on top of just AG one. You are also going to receive when you use the link in the show notes, D three plus K two, an entire year supply, as well as five free travel packs that make AG one super simple to take when you are on the go. And if you decide you love it just as much as we do, we can give you 20% off discount because we know that it's the best thing you can do to start your day off. So take advantage of this offer. Simply use the link in the show notes below. Back to the show. Within your direct sales space, I just want to recap that really quickly. So I know that well-meaning advice is well-meaning. I know that so many times when we, we receive information or we receive information from people who have done it before us, we also have to run it by a filter of, is this what's best for me? So let's walk through that. Number one, when we're posting, do we have a purpose for the content that we are creating or are we just doing it to check it off the box? Number two, you don't have to share every small, seemingly insignificant detail about your life. You do not have to air the dirty laundry. Share about you in a way that serves others. And again, I'm gonna plug part two, last week's episode where I really do walk you through the specifics of how to talk about, actually episode one, which was about how to post in a way that feels authentic. Number three, you have to care about what they, people think. They're always giving you clues about the content that they wanna see on your platform, the things that are they're being served well, and the things that really they don't necessarily care about. So you have to speak to those people. You have to care about the people that you serve. So when you hear the advice, you can't care what other people think, filter it first and say, but do I care about the people I want to serve? Number three, niche down. Think about a product in your catalog right now that you absolutely love and ask yourself, am I effectively marketing it over and over? Am I sharing it so much because I actually genuinely love it? If I do, I know that it will continue to bring sales that may or may not have to do with what the company is launching or what the company tells me to do, but it's a product that I love, so I wanna talk about it. And the last one is make sure that the benchmarks the company tells you to achieve align to the goals that you are working towards in your own business. You guys, I have loved doing this three-part series about how to stand out on social as somebody in the direct sales space. If you loved this episode, make sure that you come visit us over at Chic Influencer on Instagram and share it with your team. Reminder that you're doing an incredible job of building your direct sales business. Slow, consistent action is really what's going to get you the results that you really want. All right, so if you loved today's episode, make sure you head over to wherever you listen to the episode today and leave us a rating and review. And also take a little screenshot and tag us on Chic Influencer. We'll feature you in our stories. Plus, we'd love to get your feedback and hear from our listeners. Yep. Until next week, let's make Chic happen.